0: Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest. She is Jen Fulweiler. How do you not know Jen? Author. She's an, well, was an atheist. I can't say is an atheist now, Jen. I'm going to get in trouble. Catholic. Loves her Catholic faith and now stand-up comedian as well. Hi.
1: Hi. It's so good to be here. I'm so excited.
0: Man, this is awesome. You're going to be in Des Moines next week.
1: I know. I'm so excited. I was actually telling my agents, I said we've got to go to Des Moines. I haven't been there in years for any events or anything, so this is really a big deal for me.
0: All right, you had it made, okay? You have a serious XM show. You had one. You you, you were sitting there. You're Catholics just loved you. Everything was great, right? And then all of a sudden, you just kind of like said, I, "I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna make this huge leap." And not only did you do it then, but I, I think you did it during COVID, right? Yeah.
1: Well, that part was not exactly intentional. I. <laughs> made the decision to quit the radio show, daily radio show, my name on it and everything, um, in March of 2020.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I mean... No, I,
1: had, I had some great shows in 2020 in front of the bathroom mirror. They're, they were
0: wonderful. I mean, I, that had to be just incredibly a, a crazy time. And so did you know exactly, like, what you wanted? Like, I, I want to travel the country. I want to... Uh, do stand-up comedy now, I want to have specials, I want to do all of that, or was it just like, I don't know what I want next, I'm going to just kind of see if this is my thing?
1: Well, see, I can tell you and your listeners this, when I interview with secular media, I usually skip this part, but what happened was um, I felt like something was next, but I wasn't sure what it was, so I prayed about it, uh, prayed the novena to the Holy Spirit, which, by the way, I, I think that's actually coming up, everyone needs to know about that. Nice And um, God answered that prayer so swiftly. It, it truly, it, it, was a, it was a one minute I got this call to do stand-up comedy and I've never looked back. And, and it's what I realized is in sharing my testimony of being a woman who loves having a family and is open to life and doesn't buy the lies of secular culture and being Catholic, and I love being Catholic, I realized when I was on the Catholic speaking circuit and doing Catholic radio, I was only speaking to the Catholics, and there's absolutely a place for that. There's a very important place for building up Catholics, educating them about their faith. But I felt God telling me I needed to reach the people who aren't listening to Catholic radio, hmm. who are lost, who are where I was in my twenties. That was the call, and that's that is my secret mission. A bishop once told me, "I'm." In the Church Militant, I'm on the special ops team. Nice. So, and my, da- my dad was a Green Beret, so that really resonates with me. And, uh, yeah, so I- I'm on the Church Militant special ops team. Well,
0: th- those who are not familiar with you that are listening, I- get familiar with her. But y- y- this is, I mean— I was listening to you last night on uh, on YouTube and just a bunch of of your stuff, which is really funny. But it, your, your your humor is really, in a lot of ways, based around the fact that you have six kids and, you know, again, a big family and all of that. It, it, it does evangelize in a way that's just not, you know, confrontational. It's not in your face. You know, you, you can be really light and have fun about it. But at the same time, it's like here's a woman that has a, a massive career and at the same time has a big family that she loves. It's just it, it's a it's a total package.
1: Well, and that's you know, I I I do believe that stand-up comedy is currently in this time and place in history the art form that uh, of all the arts I think it has some of the biggest potentials to shift people's worldview. And and I was sitting back there and I was seeing all these secular atheist comedians up there, women making it seem like, you know, contraception and abortion are the, the keys to women's freedom. But they said it in a very light, funny way through comedy. So all these young girls are out there like, "What? Well, yep, yep, that's true. That must be the case. Mm. And I said, uh-uh, we're going to have a different voice in the marketplace of ideas. We're going to have a different voice sharing a whole different perspective. And so I, I just really saw the power of stand-up comedy to very insidiously confirm worldviews. And I said, no, we're, we're, we're going to have a different voice. And I, I, I am. It is very rare to be a practicing Catholic, a mother of a bunch of kids, uh, doing clean comedy, uh, and that I, I don't—my comedy is not based on, like, my kids get on my nerves. I don't like my kids, because that, that's simply not true, so I don't say that in my comedy. And um, <laughs> there aren't a lot of people <laughs> sharing that perspective right. in stand-up comedy
0: today. Do you ever have a joke that you think is amazing and it just bombs?
1: time and I like I want to stop the show and sit down with the audience and say okay that was funny so let's do a roundtable discussion right. of why you guys did not laugh oh right. all the time
0: yeah the time. i and, and a lot of people don't know you have to you got to test this stuff right you're not just coming to the, yeah. the funny bone here and just kind of winging it I mean you you really te- how do you do it where, where do you go
1: well here's what so I live in a big comedy city so so okay this is very funny austin is a big comedy city nice but Austin is known for filthy, edgy comedy. That is what it is famous for. Mm. So I go up on shows where it's myself and then five or six other comics. I'm usually the only woman. I'm always the only clean comic. I I actually truly, I do not know of one other clean comic working in Austin, Texas. Really? And Right. And so I will be up at like 11 p.m. It's been four guys before me saying the most filthy, unhinged things you can imagine the average age of the crowd is twenty five. Um, some people are visibly in altered states and not just alcohol, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I have I have to make these people laugh, talking about with my clean set, talking about having six kids, talking about being Catholic, that nothing any of these people care about or can relate to. And so let me tell you, that'll that'll sharpen your skills real quick.
0: I mean, do you do you go up ever and just have a really bad night? How do you not just say I'm I'm throwing in the towel, I'm done?
1: Well, I had more bad nights than good nights in Austin because it is such an edgy comedy city. I would bomb so hard for the longest time. Yeah. And see, and that's where faith comes in. I mean, if I weren't Catholic, I would have quit three years ago. Really? I mean, not even a chance I'd still be doing this because it, it, I couldn't get these crowds to be with me. I couldn't do it. And I would just sit there. People would have their arms folded. They'd be checking their watches. Hmm. Nobody was laughing. And then the other comics hate you because you've kind of killed the energy of the show. Yeah. And then one day I told God, I said, y- you you got to help me figure this out or I'm just going to quit. Because You need to make me funny. Doing... Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I was hysterical to the Catholics, to people from my world. Get me in front of a group of Catholic moms. Oh, no problem, no right. problem. But that's not, you know, I'm not here to just build up the Catholics. I'm here to reach people who, you know, I, I'll be blunt. I'm going for the Netflix special because I yeah. want our voice in the marketplace of ideas. But, you know, I've got to get regular people to laugh. Anyway, God finally gave me what I needed. And now I can go up in any room in Austin on the filthiest shows, only woman on the show, and do my set. And, and I can I can... Crush as they say in comedy I,
0: yeah. I can crush it so. and you, 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 Oof, but finally. but again, it's not over, right? I mean you you got your set, you're going to get that Netflix special, and then you got to go back because pretty soon you know it it, it it's all cycled through now I got to go back exactly. and you got to go start from ground zero again. I mean this is the life that you've uh, that you've built here, but it's just a fascinating one to me
1: it, it, it's it's very interesting again, it wasn't my idea, it's totally God's idea and oh, and speaking of, so yes, you're exactly right that you do. You work on an hour of material, you tour with it, you film a special, then you do a new hour. And Des Moines is really lucky because this hour I have actually been working on for a year and a half. I signed with Hollywood agents, Hollywood manager. I mean, you you should Google my my agency is called UTA. You should Google UTA comedy. Look at the list of people on that list. I mean, everyone you've ever heard of in comedy and then my name, you know, thrown in there. So these agents and this manager have just beat up this set that I'm working on for a year and a half and I'm actually about to film a special and then retire this set. So... Des Moines is getting a very, very polished <laughs> performance. Sometimes when it's like the first city with a new hour, it's a little rougher. Yeah. But Des Moines is getting. I mean, this is what, what you guys will see on. I think it's Tuesday that I'm yeah, there. Tuesday. Um, you guys will see basically pretty close to what I'll be filming for my next special.
0: Uh, you're going to have a table of priests there. I got. I got oh, the. Wow. Uh, no, I, I, I got the. Yeah, I got the text late last night from a a priest, Father PJ, who everyone knows uh, comes on this show quite a bit. And uh, he's going to be at table with the priest. He invited me. I'll be there um, as well. And I'm also supposed to ask you, Jen, um, I got this text late last night, too, um, why you have casted the humble, the saintly Bo Bonner away from your, your show. <laughs> the podcast now, you've turned away from him. He's hurt, Jen. He's hurt. He's, he's well, wounded. Bo
1: Bonner, I'm too intimidated by his greatness. It's hard <laughs> to you know be around a man who is uh, both brilliant and a saint, and I'm, I'm too intimidated by his greatness. This is where so we're going to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is he going to be there he better I, i'm guessing the show i'll see if there. he
0: i'll see if uh, i i can uh, i can get him there i i think uh, well, the,
1: i'll get the police to show up at his house and bring him to the show he has to be there.
0: He, all right that that's what it, that's where it's at right now i'll make sure he knows that you're you're awesome jen i i just so many blessings to you and and keep up the great work all right don't forget about us lowly catholics that were with you from the beginning okay
1: all of I'll you guys are my squad. And by the way, have your producer email me. Come say hi in the green room. I want the Catholic Radio people to be hanging out in the green room. Oh, so that's have awesome. producer get in touch about I that.
0: I will, I will. You're the best. Jen Fulweiler, everyone. May 16th at the Funny Bone. Just go and check her out. She is so funny, so good. God bless you, Jen. All right. Thanks so much. Oh. Bye-bye. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.